Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Crystal Core Radio Podcast. We've got Chris back, uh, fresh off of his heels from a Romania trip, helping his family migrate back to the United States, uh, and also finding lots of P- PS5s in the Turkey airport, if you guys haven't seen his tweet on it from uh, that he posted, which was just wild. But what we're bringing to you guys today is a live letter summary. Live letter 70 has concluded. And we've gotten a lot of really good information about uh, patch 6.1, lots of detail, a lot of things that I was hoping to see uh, they showed off. So personally speaking, I'm very excited. If you guys haven't seen the date, a uh, April the 12th is patch day following a 24 hour maintenance. And there's a lot that we need to discuss. Chris, Welcome back. We haven't uh, made anything over here on work to game in a little bit, but we'll also be running this as any uh, MP3 audio podcast for those who just want to just want to listen on the go. How is everything going for you? What was your highlight of Live Letter 70? Uh, I mean, I think PvP is the big winner by far. Um, obviously, like I'm really excited for Mist of the Realm. I'm really excited for MSQ, but they're not going to ever tell us any of that. So a lot of that stuff is kind of locked away. You know, the the real fun of the beast tribes and stuff is really locked away. So a lot of that can't come across in a preview. So usually in a preview, the things that are most exciting that kind of win the day are, um, in my opinion, are the things that they can really dive deep. So that's PVP changes, that's UI changes, um, you know, stuff that they can like actually show off. Uh, they showed a couple of job changes, more than they historically do. And I could already see the Twitch chat on the live stream being like, oh, why did they make those changes? Like, this is why they don't talk about job changes anymore. Um, because it gets all this lashback and they don't they don't score any points. It's it's we're either neutral or worse. And so um I think PvP's the big winner. Uh the on a PvE perspective, I love the the look that they showed off with the uh, Mists of the Realm. Looks like sure. we've seen the builder. We've seen a couple of things with Raugers, uh, perhaps. Like you, uh, one of the things is they started and opened up with the trailer, as expected. So I think I might end up diving into the trailer itself for just kind of my thought analysis over on Ginger JRPG. I know you'll be doing a fast summary and probably some more content over on Gaming Kinda. So guys, be sure to go follow those channels if you want to see more Final Fantasy content in your feed today or this weekend because. Now it is a march, a two-week march to uh, to the patch itself. But I do agree with you. PvP, because of how they also integrated the player plates, like, w- they're showing that off. I was like, this is a great system. They say that this is going to be such a time sink system. I think you could see even content creators making, like, you know, PvP, you know, not even PvP plate streams, but just plate streams. But then when you go into Crystalline Conflict, highlighting the team's with their plates giving that a little bit of a touch of personality i i definitely agree like i think that we have two real big uh pieces of content in terms of winning in this case and that is the uh, the 24-man raid and that's also the crystalline conflict with the pvp adjustments and changes uh personally speaking like uh yeah i can't and to top it off garo's coming back so that's yep. been massively requested, especially if you missed Five out. Years. Yeah, especially if you missed out on any of the gear. Like if you want an invisible shield for your paladin, I got good news for you. You can get one through the Garo event. If you want uh, those mounts that you see me riding around on, uh, guess what? That's you're gonna have that opportunity. Plus, it's gonna be adding in gear for the new jobs introduced since the mode or since that piece of content ran away, uh, went away. So that's huge. On top of the the series. That's huge on top of the seasons. Like it feels like there's a massive amount of investment with six one and PVP. So it's going to be something really exciting to see. 
I mean, PvP actions across the board were reworked. Yeah. Um, and so with everybody going to self-heal, being less role-based, I mean, the whole system's revamped. Um, the ranking system, the the season pass, I was shocked to see that they said the season pass. Originally, when they presented it, it was like, don't worry, you can always buy old rewards with the currency you're earning along the way. But now they're saying, if you don't get them from that season, you're only going to be able to buy them the following season. Um, so there is still yeah. a little bit of that FOMO there. Um, so we'll just have to see how expensive they are. So like, how hard is it to get it within an eight-month window? Um, how many hours are you really asking for me to get the set? Because you have to get to rank 25 within the four-month window to get it for free. Or the following season, you're going to have to buy it with this currency that you kind of carry these mom stones. Uh, and so we'll just have to see. And then on top of, on top like. of that, though, like what we also don't know is that like, yeah, maybe it goes away. But does it do we see a return in the future? And uh, just like we saw with Garo. And so I think essentially the hope is, is that if you miss a window, there will be a future opportunity that you can guys uh, can jump in on on that piece of content. But let's go ahead and um, I guess start breaking it down, uh, you know, kind yep. of bullet point by bullet point that we've got here. Thanks again to the Reddit community who uh, helps to provide a little a live translation. Most of the stuff is English, like on the on the the different screenshots, but they're able to provide a lot of flavor context to what Yoshi P and Foxclan are talking about. So shout out to them, guys. You can always go follow and join this Discord and read this for yourself as well. So we're just we're just uh, highlighting it, opening up uh, easily with the trailer in Japanese. Uh, you can go watch the English tra uh, trailer right now, uh, and it's obviously setting up the the MSQ. But you get a lot of little cuts to some interesting piece of content concluding concluding with the ultimate tease uh for people who have been excited for the new ultimate raid all right chris where do we want to start so um down at uh eight minutes into the live letter uh they <laughs> we talk about what's coming with 6.1 so for anybody that this is their first point one welcome um point ones come with a couple of basic things that every point one has first of all you get new main scenario you get new side content we are adding tataru's grand endeavor we don't really know what that series is that's a new side content i don't know if it's going to be like hildebrand or what it is um new role quests come in they are saying there's an additional storyline some of it, it sounds like they're they're putting content behind completing all of them encouraging you to do all of it um we also get our first beast tribes uh this time it will be the arc sadara that's going to be our battle one uh, we'll go over those rewards in a little bit later. It looks awesome. Hildebrand is coming back in 6.15. So let's stop real quick and take a break and talk about the 6.1 cycle. It's four mm -hmm. months long. Um, basically, the way we expect these cycles to be is over that four months, plus one week in the, the summer and the winter for, for them to take breaks, is there will be a um, an initial patch. Two weeks later is your point, point X1. So six. 6.11, 6.21, etc. Um, that's where like ultimate will be. Uh, and then the half patch, two months in, 6.15, that's where like Hildebrand will be, other side content. And then there's sometimes a point X8. And that is usually where we get things like system updates, things like that. That's where we're getting our uh, data center visit, the ability to go from like Aether to Primal. Remember, you'll still be region locked, um, but that's how that works. And then with 6.15 bringing Hildebrand back, we also need to start what will likely be our trial series, Omega Beyond the Rift. I assume that's what like, that is. Yeah, let's we'll caveat that with We're guessing. We've even seen people talk about Sitaros beyond you know, like as maybe that leads into it, the trial series. But note also with Sitaros, they're not starting that story until sometime into the patch 6.1 series, not specifically dated yet, because they didn't right. want to confuse that with what's coming with the MSQ, uh, especially right. because of how the MSQ is kind of shifting and, and kind of refocusing in on what our next main adventure is 
Also for crafters and gatherers, custom deliveries are back. This time we are adding a new custom delivery person, Amelia's Levier. I don't know what the rewards will be that. I don't know if you can dress her up. Um, we had one in last expansion that you even got a mount from it. So definitely worth taking a look at. Gives you something to do. I hope we get to rebuild the city this expansion. Um, Hildebrand coming back is, is a big deal. And so we'll just see. They said if you haven't done the Omega raids, go ahead and get those done before this. Remember, the 12th is the day. Um, and the custom deliveries are not until the half patch. So let's now? talk about trusts. Oh, trusts. yeah. So they showed off the duty support system, which is essentially right now targeting the 2.0 MSQ dungeons. And as time goes on, they're going to continue to build in and bring in that system. So they show it off. Obviously, uh, improvements to the overall MSQ for Realm Reborn, duty support for Realm Reborn. Uh, major ver uh, revisions to Cape Westwind and, and different duties and changes to the main scenario roulette. One of the things they showed and highlighted, let's see if I have a, an image uh, here. Actually, yeah, we'll, we'll go through kind of the images that they're showing off in which they up here in the upper left-hand corner, you have ARR, then Shadowbringers, and then Endwalker. And you can see here as they add in those various different duty support dungeons, those are going to kind of how those ultimately get refined out and so you can see here looking at the shadow bringers what the dungeons have what options are available to you to use this this upgraded system and then from a perspective i want to highlight yes here we go if you actually take a look at a total rack it, it looks and feels differently they raise they, they raise the roof they remove the roof feels like it's got a lot more uh visual uh ground effects applied to it you know this is where also various bits of changes to the previous dungeons like the slow goo maybe even the different you know uh items to collect have been upgraded but visually i was like wow this looks like it has a massively different feel to it from all other dungeons but you were going to say something else chris go ahead yeah i mean i think with removing the photo cells simplifying the map making the camera angle work like they're going to make it feel more like dungeons do today as if they had all the knowledge and resources back then that they do today um, not because they're not proud of the work they did, but because they think they could do it better. Um, what I will say with the duty support system, uh, in ARR, you're going to get dealt uh, who you get from that side of the trust system, as opposed to if you look at that Shadowbringers image, it has the little like cycle thing, and that's going to let you swap those people out. So there's a key difference there. Um, you're not going to have a choice. So they're splitting the trust system into um, the leveling type portion, which is Shadowbringers and later, and then this duty support system that will carry you through all four-man MSQ diet content that does mean that things like uh arm bail that are not required by msq will not be supported by this system uh so there's a handful of dungeons that will not be in it it also means eight man content um so all of the trials at level 50 those will not be supported they said they'd like to go back after 7.0 and add those They're, they've even thought about adding support for uh crystal tower so that you'd be able to get through the entirety of cutting caught up into endwalker without going into um the duty finder system if you don't want to uh, and then all the other content systems are still going to be MMORPG faced. Just the main story will be optional as single player. Um, the duty support system is going to add 2.0 right now. 2.x and the beginning of 3.0 is coming in 6.2. The rest of, of Heaven's Word, all of it, is coming in 6.3. Um, and then Stormblood will be across 6.4 and maybe 6.5. They haven't gone over that date quite yet. Um, so by the end of this, we will have single player support all the way through what they are calling as a whole, the Heidelin Zodiac arc um, will be entirely supported through single player uh, if you would like. So 
with the trust system and total rock changes, they said a couple other dungeons are going to feel a little different too. Uh, they said Hawk Manor, for example, you won't have to port back after the second boss anymore. Let's jump to the new dungeon, which this is one of the handful of times where they, they hide names from us. Like, yeah. they, when's the last time they hit a dungeon name? Ever? Dungeon names are never that secret. Yeah, um, I haven't seen them protected, but it's tied obviously to the story. So I think essentially where they didn't want to give too much away or have us speculate too much on where it's going to take us so uh yeah i maybe there's a hint of it in the uh trailer that's one of the things i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna go do a rewind theater on that one and see what else what i can kind of see and speculate and have fun with so looked like at least one boss was in the trailer um ex3 uh anytime an expansion drops we get three trials the first two get their extremes right then the third and final boss at the end of the story always gets its ex um it's extreme mode dropped with the point one so that is in singer's aria and then Unreals are back. This time Ultima Bane will be here from 6.1 to 6.2 when we expect to get a different Unreal. Um, those took a pause for 6.0. Uh, so very exciting. And then this is the beginning of our un our Alliance raid. Yeah. This <laughs> does seem to have some ties to the Hydaelyn Zodiac arc. It's kind of a conclusion to it. We don't know what that, that means, but in some of the uh, uh, interviews that came out this week, that was kind of touched on. And Myths of the Realm, Myths of the Realm is going to be our 24-man series that will take part in 6.1, and we expect two more parts with 6.3 and 6.5 based on the past patterns. Um, and then Ultimate Dragon Song's Reprise is coming out in .11. Keep in mind that current Ultimates require best in slot. So uh, if you have not been doing Savage and you know you want to prog Ultimate, they do think that for casual players, this could take several months of kind of casual progging each week. Um, they're not worried about the world firsters. They're going to get it down, but... Uh, for the rest of us, it's going to be pretty tough. They do think it will feel drastically different than past ultimates. They don't want to scare people, but they they do think it's going to feel different. And uh, and then all the job adjustments for this patch, they did they locked those in pretty early because ultimate has had to be balanced with those in mind. Mm -hmm. And so we'll go over some of those job adjustments here in just a second. Uh, we're also getting uh, home sales, which is completely lottery uh, for Ishgard. Actually, the whole system, the whole home housing system is going to be full lottery. They can switch that to where some zones are like first come, first serve. But right now, everything's going to the lottery system. Also, adventure plates, which we goes into detail. The unending codex and uh, data center travel is coming. Uh, data center specifically uh, 6.18. So I'm I'm timeline thinking July for that ultimate remembers about two weeks after the patch so that is not that much further to wait um various miscellaneous updates new game plus for all like n walker uh, portion of 6.0 and a portion of 6.1 harothgar hairstyles more glamour plates and locations where they can be used ability to try out items from the 14th store in the end room new idle animations for parasols check mark to display on items used to obtain minions mounts that have already been required are acquired and improvements to the market search and items used to obtain minions mounts etc etc so to kind of touch on some of that the unending codex will be unlocked while you're doing the 6.1 msq and that is a chance to go back and have like an encyclopedia in game um so imagine that you got pyromancer's notebook unlocked to you in game uh and then the the market board updates you will actually be able to filter by the mount category which is not something you can do right now and then further drill that down to mounts you already have versus mounts you don't have um he's showing off new hairstyles for roth and you get 2b uh, 2b or not 2b <laughs> so they are excited to do that the glamour plates number is jumping up to 20 and you'll be able to apply them in any sanctuary that's anywhere you got the crescent moon next to your level there uh and so that's 
going to be basically just about anywhere with an etherite. So anywhere you're porting to and changing to a job for hunts or something like that, it's going to help with pretty much any time except for like when you're doing like botany and mining. Um, so that's that's a massive update to that system. And then while you are in your inn, you'll be able to try on things from the store um, crossing that border. Uh, which we've talked about in the past, how I feel about that. So job adjustments. Boom, baby. So uh, there's going to be a couple here. Also note that these aren't fully featured and complete. Like we've said, uh, there's going to be more coming within the patch notes themselves. So please don't panic. But Not let's exhaustive. Um, Machinist, uh, mo multiple actions, including heat blast, wire flare, and drill have been increased for potency. Samurai, to resolve the issues with widely uh, fluctuating DPS from critical hits and actions, of Setsukakaka, and uh, and and I'm just not going to try to pronounce it and butcher that. Uh, they're now going to have guaranteed critical hits to reduce the action bloat. Hasanu Cotton has been removed, and in accordance with this change, action potencies have been adjusted for Ninja to improve the synergy with other jobs. Mug, 120 second recast, is actually going to now apply a party wide debuff that's going to increase your the damage of party members, while Trick Attack is being upgraded to only improve the potency of you. That has been dealt by you. So mug, everybody else benefits. Trick attack, you benefit. In accordance with this change, action potencies have also been adjusted. I've seen a lot of people say rip <laughs> on. It did say almost every single job will have some sort of adjustment, and this is not necessarily the only adjustments going to those jobs. Correct. Then in the case of Dark Knight, to improve survivability when using Living Dead, the effect of Walking Dead will now actually restore HP by a significant amount upon successfully landing attacks. For Dragoon, shorten the animation lock for jump actions. Summoner Searing Light's actually going to now be cast directly from the Summoner instead of the Carbuncle. Then you have White Mage. The, uh, the effective radius of Cure 3 in Asylum has been extended to 10 yams. Uh, this is up from uh, 8 yams, so you get a 20% boost there. Liturgy of the Bell can actually now be ended on command, and that's going to use be restore HP, you know, depending on the number of stacks remaining. So that's a big uh, upgrade in, uh, uh, for White Mage. Scholar, the effective radius of Sacred Soil has been extended to 10 yams, and the effect duration of expedience granted by the action expedient has been reduced from 20 seconds to 10 seconds. I really like the one the one change I want to scholars. I wish I could use my my aether, you know, my aether gauge like out of combat. Like one of the things I always feel like I make got to make sure I get that off before the next pool otherwise I'm I'm just kind of wasting time ultimately, but I doubt that we'll see A that. Full <laughs> version will be in the patch notes. The patch notes will be live on the 11th when the game goes down for its 24-hour maintenance. Um and their goal here was to do things like reduce animation lock. Um, they, they heavily noted Ninja and Red Mage on that. Uh, and then they're also changing it so you learn, learn some actions sooner at lower levels so it doesn't feel as boring to play them. Uh, of course, that will come with potency nerfs because this is Trait Walker, right? So they can give you the skill low and make it weak, and then they can have it build up and become what it is at max level. Um, so it's kind of following what like a, a, a lighter level of kind of what like Monk is where the, it, I think they're going back and they're just making them feel a lot better uh, especially when you get synced down. This isn't just people who are like, why have all my jobs leveled? Yes, but if you ever do a roulette where you sync down, it doesn't feel good to have things taken away. So I think this is heading in the right direction. Now for Miss of the Realm Part 1, Agala, uh, named after the Greek goddess of beauty in this case. Uh, they kind of show off various platforms so we can kind of just get some beautiful imaging here. Obviously, uh, Chris, as, the, as somebody who studied architecture, uh, noting on the Greek and maybe even Mediterranean or... Uh, other Let's themes see. so maybe he'll do a he's doing you're he, he's you're doing working on a an axis tilt video 
for the lore 14 so be sure to check out gaming kind of soon for that but uh, i i just i want you i i want to see chris do uh lore tours in terms of just like how things are built and where they're inspired from because if anybody knows it's it's chris but you can see here lots of beautiful images lots of exciting things i cannot wait to go hands-on with the with these fights uh here in just a couple weeks Something to note is that the, for a 24-man, the starting area is very small. And he said it, because in the near raids, you have 2B um, kind of running ahead of you. There was something similar in these raids, and they actually um, made sure to hide who was running alongside us um, while we were doing it. So they turned around at the beginning before they showed it to us. And so uh, he, he intentionally was trying to hide things from us there. So there is going to be some significant lore here. This is a big deal. Um, and... He uh, he does not want to to show off anything too much. So anything you're seeing here, just know that there's a lot, lot more. And the beginning is it's stunning. Looking yeah. forward to it. Oh yeah, Tribal Quest the Arcasera Adera uh, in a six point one five uh, being added to the game, showing off lots of fun little uh, rewards. Uh, let me see if I can find oh Chris's favorite. We do have hippos, an amount containing hippos. Uh, let's see here. I, I love that Chris is actually in love with the dog that they show off. So obviously new uh, mounts, new minions uh, to be excited about to collect. They show a troll mount, uh, which is, I know a lot of, I saw chat really get excited. The fact that we have troll mounts now, and I want to get to that dog because that, oh, <laughs> they show off a near robot, uh, you know, uh, mount. So and then everybody was just kind of questioning like how that's going to come about in the game. Uh, where that's going to get unlocked from. Uh, they show off a little car mount. I thought that's a, a nice little toy car. I thought that was really clever and cute. I remember seeing things like that back in the day. And uh, where are you? Oh, a, a kangaroo. Above that. A kangaroo oh, mount, oh. a T-Rex. But yeah, there's the dog. <laughs> this was Tail wagging the whole time. Oh, yeah. I think this was uh, Chris's favorite mount. And it definitely uh, draws the eye uh, to it, showing off more parcels umbrellas uh glasses and these glasses look like they were part of the pvp reward track so just keep that in mind it looks like with these glasses too that they're more like a fashion accessory than they are like an actual like you know equipable item but we'll have to wait and see uh they go into the store showing off how that works from the end room you do you have anything you want that chris no Okay. <laughs> uh, housing, housing. Let's just move to housing. Let's just, and then there's housing. And then there's uh, housing. This is going in six point one. Um, so remember, all housing moved to being a lottery system, and so uh, wards will be either labeled as free company wards or um, pl individual player wards. There will be more set aside for uh, free companies. It seems like lottery is going to be on a nine day cycle. There will be five days to buy your ticket. Um, once you buy your ticket, you're locked into that one. So if you buy it on day one and then a lot of other people buy into that one, sorry, if you want to wait till day five, so you can kind of pick the plot that has the better odds, you do you. Um, and then you pay the gill up front. Then there is a, it's the drawing. And then you have four days to go back and either get your money back. If you didn't get it, uh, get, ha get half your money back. If you got it and no longer want it, um, or claim your house faster entry doesn't increase your odds. So just enter it when it fits your schedule. Um, and so they they're publishing an article lodestone they've gone over this at every single live letter since like live letter 65 or something so like we've been we've been talking about this more and more and more and more um but just as a reminder how that's working it, because ultimately it's still going to frustrate people because there's not enough houses so even though the system is better there will still be frustration 
Um, they did show off some of the gear tied to the Alliance raids, which Brian's going through all of those images now, um, as well as they had time for uh, some new housing items. There's always new housing oh, man. items. Oh, man. Let me scroll down to highlight some of this. I, I remarked that my kids have these building blocks. Uh, we have those in our in our playroom. You can see the bed. But where is where is the candied house? Uh, yes, with <laughs> complete with ice cream cone uh, chimney coming out of it. I thought like I was like everybody can I guess do a, rec a recreation of Hansel and Gretel's story now, if they have ever desired to have that option within it. Now then they hit their break point. Uh, this is kind of where they showed off some of their past. Uh, you know, I guess April Fool's jokes uh, that they've uh, shared and they were really, really cool to see. And then this is where he starts to get into the EX trial where we're actually seeing in-game gameplay of it. So he highlights, let's see, get a good picture of these little planet fi planetary figures rolling around in, uh, and chat speculating Yoshi P saying like he thinks he showed off too much. So if you've seen the little highlight video, uh, maybe you'll have a little bit of an advantage going into the fight uh, on, on the 12th. Uh, let's talk about adventure plates. Oh, so yeah. these are going to have kind of three sections to them. Um, basically you're going to have your profile on the left. That's everything about like your job it is, what your standard hours are on weekdays and weekends, what six types of gameplay you're most interested in, your free company and all that. Um, and then on the right side, you're going to have your portrait. This is like a little mini G pose. Um, you're going to be able to save 20 of these at the start with the 6.15 that'll expand to a hundred. And, um, and you'll be able to customize that. And then the outside edge trim piece will be uh, massively adjustable and all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there's a bunch of different ones. A lot of those, they seem like they're tied to various, like completing different types of content. So he said, although all the veteran players are gonna start out with a bunch unlocked because I assume these are meant to feel like something that builds for the new player experience. So any of us that have, you know, a bunch of hours on our account, you're just going to be given all those because you've you've already kind of completed what unlocked them. Uh, we don't know what all does that. The default is just this plain black screen. You're going to go in and you're going to edit that. You can have like multiple saved and have an active one. You can have one that just goes to your whole character. You can have ones linked to different gear plates like you do glamour plates. Um, and so hopefully you'll be able to edit that when you go into PVP. Um, that these images are actually what shows when it said at the beginning when it introduces both teams of five for crystalline conflict. So uh, very neat to see them starting to integrate these. It started out as an idea for PvP and they expanded it to be the whole game as well. So expect it to be something that kind of develops not just across 6.1, but across the future here. Um, you'll be able to set things like a favorite title and uh, and all of that. So it's just an absolutely massive cosmetic system. I'm assuming it'll be huge to things like the role-playing community, uh, but should just be nice for all of us. Then uh, they jumped into doing a match of uh, the Crystalline Conflict, first showing us how like you, it is to win. You just got to get the, the crystal to the opposing team. However, whoever gets it further, if you end up going into overtime and you don't get any respawns in overtime, ends up winning uh, the match itself. And we did a little shoutcast of the, uh, of the match that Yoshi P did. It was a ton of fun. Uh, to watch and see uh, this kind of play itself out again, going into a 5v5 mode. But I think really where the detail comes into it, uh, Feast is going to be going on a hiatus for a little bit. Uh, you're going to see, and they might bring that back in the future, but right now this is going to be the main uh, push. Anything you do PvP content-wise is going to uh, progress you in the series. Series being from 6.1 to 6.2, and the currency being able to be used for items 
uh, later in the fact. So the new season starts, maybe you missed out something in that regard. Now seasons, I said uh, seasons a second ago, seasons are going to be tied into the tiering system. And there's even a new tier system after Diamond called Crystal. And that has its own sub progression system as well. If you were able to get into uh, that tier uh, for the uh, season and the season in and of itself will be a little bit shorter than that of this series. Uh, in this case, season one of the new uh, yeah, of this new ranked uh, Crystal Lane Conflict is going to run to 618. Um, and so then they kind of show off the Gera rewards and more. I, I personally am very excited to see what if this revitalizes PvP because no role restrictions. I think that's it's like just get people playing. Just get people playing and we're going to have to see how how it builds from there. Chris, was there anything you want to highlight that uh, that I kind of jumped over as a... No, I mean, it's a lot of changes. They change the PvP actions. They change the way Sprint works. They change the way self-healing works. So, like, mm -hmm. just assume everything about PvP changed um, and is all balanced around getting people into a casual mode. There's a ranked mode as well. Uh, and so, just... It's massively different. They're bringing back Garo. They're bringing back... There's new rewards tied to it. It's It's all very very large there is a primals concert coming up that will actually the reason i'm noting that here is that it will also be something that you can pay to watch a live stream of um and then there is a new art book which will come with a uh a mini ragnarok minion uh and then they're selling the uh wearable immersive speakers and um that's that's it they got uh merch tied to the live stream will be japanese only so that's not that's not atypical um, so just keep in mind that there will be job changes. There will also be jobs that maybe change partially or a little bit. Um, there, there have been, uh, there was a note here that said, they kind of said like, Hey, like Dragoon and Astro, they're currently under discussion. So, um, some of their changes may actually also slide into six, two. So just because something isn't there at six, one, you know, there will be things we didn't hear about today that are there. That'll still feel partial. It is an ongoing, this is a living game. Um, and we'll just have to see some jobs at low level were deemed too empty will also be adjusted for 6.1, uh, kind of fixing that, that leveling up experience or that level synced experience yeah. and things like Dragoon and Astro, which are deemed currently too busy. The discussion is going on currently, so you can expect more changes still in 6.2, which is always to be expected. That's the thing about while we advise, it's always good to have a job and at least another backup job in case something happens to your main that you're like, I just don't like it. You don't have to feel like you end up having to start over from scratch uh, at that, you know, at that point. So uh, at its core, that's that's the that's the news. Like that's the live letter. That's the that's everything that, that was uh, covered in six point or live letter 70 covering six point one. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm excited for the 12th. I think this is going to be a really interesting and new restarting point. And namely because I've been just itching and waiting to learn more about PVP updates. So I do thank you guys as we are filming this live for the likes and for the support over on Twitch. Now that Chris is back, Chris, why don't you tell people about your plans uh, for the stream uh, before we wrap up uh, kind of the summary. So we have one week of streams uh, between now and the patch, and then there'll be a 24-hour maintenance. On the 24-hour maintenance, I'll probably play Guild Wars 2, but for the rest of the, uh, next week, uh, my plan is to clear the rest of 2.0. Um, I've been re-clearing uh, 2.0. As we get into 2.x, we're going to get into stuff I don't know. I don't know any Heavens or any Stormblood, so I'm enjoying that experience. I'm doing voices. I'm not very good at them, and I don't have that many, but we're having a lot of fun, uh, and the goal is to push through that. I got through Hawk Manor last time. Uh, and so we'll be picking up from Hawk and going through Praetorium. And I'm going to try to stay ahead of the pace 
Um, they're reworking the game. So it was like, well, maybe I can clear the game at the same pace that the devs can rework it. So uh, that feels like a good way to kind of get through this. And so I'll do all of 2.x and 3.0 sometime during the 6.1 cycle, and we'll keep that pace going so that by the end of Endwalker, I actually know lore. All right. It's going to be really cool to see Chris lore experts and also like with the architecture uh, you know, training. you'll find out why I don't take lore and MMOs seriously. I tend to dive a little too deep and I tend to let things unravel and drive me nuts that I should probably just say it's just a game. Let it go. Um, <laughs> oh, stay tuned for that. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for watching, for listening, uh, whether you're here over on work to game or whether you're listening on uh, the Crystal radio podcast. Uh, we appreciate you for being here. Hopefully you got something good out of this. Uh, for Brian and Chris, we wish you all the best and also uh, check out the links in the description to be able to find anything that we discussed in this video as well. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you have a great one and we'll see you next time. Take care.